What's going on, everybody? You are now listening to the Landry Shift podcast with your host, Alex Matthew. Um, really excited to go ahead and record episode three. Um, in this episode, we're just going to preview the game against the New York Giants tomorrow afternoon, talk about the upcoming four weeks, and um, just going to preview the game tomorrow, some notes that I've taken down, some thoughts that I have. Just looking forward to the game. It's not going to be a super long podcast today. Just some few quick notes. Get us prepared for the game tomorrow. Some things to just remember, some things to look at and pay attention to tomorrow. Um, so to just dive right into it, you know, we had a really great game against the Redskins last Thursday night. Um, so I think this is kind of your your prototypical trap game, if I may. We played really well Thursday, probably the best game of the season. Um seeing as how the previous few games we had, you know, played very poorly. So to kind of have a really big bounce back win right before the last push of the playoffs. Um, it was really important for us. So when you look at that, you play really well. You have, you know, four games uh, that are really important um, in terms of playoff positioning. This is kind of your trap game a little bit especially with as poor as the Giants have played this season with everything going on within their organization, their GM didn't fired, coach didn't fired injuries, you know, the Eli situation. Um, so it's really important for us to kind of keep our minds straight and not look past this game um, and start thinking about, you know, the Raiders and the Seahawks in the next couple of weeks. So it's just some things that I jotted down that I'm thinking about. Um you know, last week, I feel like our, our like I mentioned episode two, our defense played fantastic. We had a lot of uh, young guys in our secondary really step up. And I think because of that, I, I think Anthony Brown stays on the bench. I think Cheeto takes over that spot for the rest of the season, given he stays healthy. And I think you're really going to see potentially three rookies starting in Cheeto, Jordan Lewis, and Xavier Woods. Um. You know, Orlando Skandrick has been battling an injury. So look for Lewis to start for Skandrick. Um, I think he's really had an underappreciated season uh, thus far. You know, it may not show on the stat sheet, but not afraid to tackle, not afraid to to get physical with uh, receivers or running backs, tight ends. I think he's just had a really solid season given, you know, being a rookie and not necessarily a, a top draft pick either. Um, so look to, for those three to start um, on the defensive line side of the ball. Um, for us, David Irving is still in concussion protocol. That's something to look, look to. Uh, I doubt he plays. Um, so then you would see Richard Ash and Lewis Neal kind of take that place, but also remember that Malik Collins, our other defensive tackle, is also injured. He's been battling a foot injury. Um, he's expected to play. But, you know, how healthy is he? Is he 100%? So you got Collins on one side, and, and depending on who they have in there, Richard Asher, Lewis Neal will kind of decide who plays the nose tackle or under tackle, uh, the one or the three technique, depending on who's in there. But I would say that both Richard Ash, uh, especially Richard Ash, has kind of um, done really well with the opportunities that he's had. He hasn't had a lot of them, but uh, I think it was the game against the Redskins. You see him just run a good 20 to 25 yards from the defensive line position to track down a running back. Just really a uh, big motor, works hard. Uh, you know, he's kind of like that prototypical Rod Marinelli defensive lineman, you know, not somebody who's going to just wow you with talent, but works hard and always uh, runs to the ball. 
Um, you look at, so we looked at our defensive line, and then you move over to their offensive line, um, and, the, and the Giants' offensive line is going to be uh, is, uh, very depleted right now. I think, uh, who is it, Pew, I believe, is going to be out um, for the game. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see. I, I don't think they have a lot of depth at the offensive line position. So if we can just get uh, maybe, you know, 75% of the of the production and push that we were getting into the Redskins, I think we have a pretty decent shot at kind of taking over the game. You know, DeMarcus Lawrence has had a monster season. Tyrone Crawford is, has played very well. Uh, David Irving is going to hurt having him uh, not in the game. Uh, he He's physical, he's big, and he kind of plugs up that middle a little bit and can take on, you know, two – uh, two offensive linemen, and give you know the other three D linemen opportunities to make plays on the ball. Um, moving over to the offensive side of the ball, uh, Leo Collins was out for most of the, I think, the entire week of practice. Um, he's he is uh, expected to play, you know, and he did this the week before the Redskins game too, and then faced Ryan Kerrigan. So missed a week of practice, faced Ryan Kerrigan, who's still a very talented um, edge rusher. And he played pretty well. Um, but this week he faces JPP. Uh, and and Pierre Paul just has that ability to completely take over a game. So it's going to be interesting to see um, how Collins does. If he re-aggravates that injury or is really struggling, look for Byron Bell to replace him. He got a lot of uh, snaps this week in that starting position. Um, I think we've we've pretty much seen the last of Chaz Green after that game against the Falcons, unless something serious happens. Um, I, I, I see him being firmly planted on the bench. Um, so moving back from our offensive line, uh, I would expect the Cowboys like they usually do to try to get the running game going. Um, you know, the, the Giants have had a lot of injuries, but their front four is still solid. It's still stacked. Um, so I, I would, wouldn't be surprised if you see a lot of, um, you know, maybe two or three yard gains to start the game, and the Cowboys still going back to it and just trying to wear them down a little bit. Um, it's kind of like a you know, in within the game, it's kind of a long term thought. I know as a as a fan, it can be really irritating when you're constantly seeing two three yard gains, and you know, in the first quarter, beginning of the second quarter, but it really pays off towards the end. So if he can if he can have a similar game like he had against the Redskins. You know, I'm I'm very very confident in our ability to win. Um, that just takes a lot of pressure out of Dak, and you know, you saw last week the first couple of drives. You know, really really poor offense. Once Morris got going, that opened up a lot of things for Dak, and I think it just gives him more confidence that he doesn't have to carry the offense when you're able to just turn around, give the ball to your running back, and you see that he's putting you in really good positions on second and third down. I think just psychologically it helps you out. So just look for them to try to do that again. Um, I just got some notes down, so I may be jumping around a little bit, but I've just been jotting down some notes throughout the week um, that I've just been kind of thinking about. You know, Sean Lee is back, which is a huge boost, obviously. Um, the Giants aren't going to – they don't have a lot of offensive firepower. Um, you know, Odell Beckham – Brandon Marshall injured. Sterling Shepard's been banged up a lot. They're not going to beat you uh, through the air. You know, they do have um, a solid backfield. They don't have one one guy that's really going to jump out at you. But they do have a few. Orleans Darkwood, Gallman, 
uh, that can just kind of at any given time, maybe that running back by committee can kind of wear you down if they keep fresh legs in there. Um, but obviously Sean Lee is going to be a huge boost to our rush defense and just in, I think morale in general, I think, um, that doesn't put Jalen Smith out there as much. I know Justin Durant's been injured as well. So we kind of did a little bit of depth on the front end, uh, in the linebacking core. So that's a huge hoot, um, boost. You know, I was talking about the trap game earlier and I'm kind of interested to see, you know, with Eli getting sat, breaking the streak. McAdoo didn't fire essentially for how he handled that situation. I think he was fired either way at the end of the season. But I think once the front office saw how he treated that Eli Manning situation, I think they went ahead and made the decision to just go ahead and let him go right then. Um, so it'll be interesting to see, you know, read a report that Eli asked to start. So I think he probably has a huge chip on his shoulder and kind of a nothing to lose mentality, you know. So I know he's dropped off in talent a lot, but. I'm kind of nervous to see if he just starts slinging the ball. You know, uh, nothing to lose. He's probably really upset, really angry, really frustrated at how the whole situation went down. I think he may be kind of licking his chops a little bit to have the opportunity to face three starting rookie uh, secondary in Lewis, Cheeto, and Woods. So it's just going to be interesting to see how that plays out. And the same thing goes for the interim coach, Spagnola. You know, they're not going to make the playoffs. They're completely out of it, disastrous season. So why not go for a fourth down? Why not do a trick play? Why not do a fake punt or a random onside kick just to kind of get the team going a little bit? That's things that the Cowboys going to have to look out for. Um, but again, these are these are the kind of games that Jason Garrett really doesn't lose. He may not blow out the opponent. It may be a really ugly, gritty game. But these necessarily aren't games that Jason Garrett's going to lose. Um, I think he... He has a lot of weaknesses, but I think one of his strengths is kind of keeping the team on a steady path um, and kind of keeping their minds right. So not necessarily uh, worried from the coaching perspective. I think he's going to have them thinking the right way. I don't think he's going to allow them to look past this game. Um, jumping back on the defensive side of the ball, uh, I think another big key you know, I, we talked a lot about the secondary in terms of the three working starting cornerbacks. However, I think um, Byron Jones is going to be really big this game. The Giants don't have much on offense, but they've had a really uh, good breakout tight end in Evan Ingram, rookie, and out of Ole Miss, and, and he's played exceptionally well. Byron Jones is a little bit smaller, which is why you saw Kayvon Frazier in the game against the Redskins replace him in running situations. He's a little bit smaller, but he has some great athleticism. I think he broke the world record, right, at the starting combine when before the draft. And so uh, really athletic. He's going to be key in this game. If he can shut down Evan Ingram or at least really uh, not make it easy for him, I, I don't think the Giants have any shot at all. Uh, I'm not worried about anything else that they can put forward on the table aside from Evan Ingram, especially with Sterling Shepard banged up. Um so that's going to be that's going to be key to see uh, him and Jeff Heath um, how they kind of defend the middle of the field a little bit. I think Sean Lee being there will help out a for those underneath balls a little bit. Um, so moving on, kind of not too moving on from the actual aspects of the the game football wise, but um, some just other small notes. Uh, really cool. You'll see uh, a couple different things with the uniforms this week. 
one, the Cowboys are going to wear a new uniform combo for the first time in their history. They're going to wear the blue away jerseys with the white pants, kind of the color rush pants. I'm really pumped to see it. I think it looks cool. Um, it'll be it'll be fun to see. Just kind of switched up a little bit. I like the blue and the white uh, a lot. And then another little uniform tidbit: uh, Jason Witten will be wearing a Walter Payton patch on his jersey. Um, this signifies, you know, if you've won the Walter Payton Man of the Year. I think it's really cool um, that they kind of did that honor and that um, that kind of uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, that they did that recognition. That's what I'm looking for. Uh, so I think it's pretty cool. I think it just shows um, the kind of uh, person Jace, Jason Witten is on and off the field. Um, and, and that's really interesting. That's really awesome to see, especially as a Cowboys fan, just a football fan in general. He's going to be one of five active players uh, to be wearing it. Um, so really cool to see. And speaking of that, Travis Frederick was just nominated to be the Cowboys uh, Walter Payton, Walter Payton play, um, Man of the Year. Uh, so he's the Cowboys nominee. He'll go up against 31 other nominees um, here at the end of the season with the NFL honors uh, come out. Although, you know, I think it's awesome what Travis Frederick has done in the community, but after what J.J. Watt did with Houston and Hurricane Harvey, I mean, I think J.J. Watt, uh, understandably so, has has that award locked up a little bit. Uh, looking on to some playoff pictures, um, just some scenarios we have. This is – so I'm going to read off some scenarios that, that could come into play. This is all keeping in mind that Dallas wins out, right? So that this is with them beating the Giants, Raiders, Seahawks, and Eagles in the next four games. Um, so if Dallas wins out, you would look for – for the most part, you would need Detroit to lose um, t- one of – the Tampa Bay, Chicago, Green Bay games. Um, you would need Green Bay to also lose a game. You would need Seattle to lose two games, one of which would be against the Cowboys. So we would need to beat the Seahawks and then then to lose another game. Uh, one of either one of the three top NFC South teams, New Orleans, Carolina, or Atlanta, losing uh, three games. Um, you know, that's gonna be a little tough to do, but you know, a scenario. And then New Orleans loses another game versus Atlanta. Um, some other, so just some things to kind of look at in terms of the playoff picture. But um, as a Cowboys fan, you know, the percentage is kind of low. I'm keeping hope. Um, you know, stranger things have happened, I think. But I think the biggest thing that us as fans and the players need to really worry about is just winning these next four games. Um, you know, nothing else matters if we end up losing. So I think we have a – on our end, I think we have a pretty decent shot of winning out. If you really think about it, this is a very winnable game. We should not lose this game. We should not lose the Oakland game. The Seahawks will be really tough, but we'll have Ezekiel Elliott back. And then, as I've mentioned before, that Week 17 game against the Eagles, they could be resting their starters. So these are, these four games are really very, very, very winnable. And I think I read something where if we win out, we did a, we have a 65% chance of making the playoffs which is pretty good. Um, so the nece- our future necessarily isn't in our hands, but for the most part it is. But that's just what we need to worry about is making sure that we get what we need taken care of um, and, and finish business. So, guys, I appreciate it. Thank you so much for uh, listening to the podcast. The support has been great. 
You can now listen to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn Radio, and the my host site, Podbean. You can follow the show on Twitter, at Landry Shift Show. On Twitter, you can follow my personal Twitter, at AMMatthew24. That's A-M-M-A-T-H-E-W-24 on Twitter. You can also follow the show on Facebook. Um, the, uh, it's The Landry Shift Podcast on Facebook. Um, really pumped about the support, guys. I appreciate it. Please, again, uh, rate, subscribe, download the episodes. Give me a follow on Twitter. Like us on Facebook. Um, and please give us some feedback. I would love to hear what you guys have to say about the podcast, some things I can improve on. Um, if you want me to talk about some different things, I would love to hear your feedback. So I appreciate it, guys. And uh, I plan on dropping an episode Tuesday after the Cowboys game on Sunday and after the Monday night game, recapping the Cowboys game, recapping that week um, in the NFL and kind of looking forward to the uh, how the playoff scenarios have changed. Appreciate it, guys. Take it easy, and uh, let's hope for a Cowboys win on Sunday.